Recording Welcome in progress. Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe in Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the PIN 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. It is Tuesday, May 31st. Good afternoon. Everybody's all wound up talk sports day. I wonder why. There's a lot of sports this weekend to talk about. So we're all wound up to talk about it. So without uh, any further ado, Chris, this is show number... 197. 197. Old 197. For May 31st. So May 31st, 2022. And uh, we've... Uh, we got a lot to talk about, as, as we say, and everybody's uh, jacked up here, and stoked and jacked, as Pete Carroll would say. So uh, anyway, uh, so for our agenda, we've, of course, got our panel uh, discussion that we do. Then we've got the Indy uh, 500, all the information. I got went into the Globe and found a bunch of that. We'll uh, talk, and I listened to a good good amount of it, too. It was a good race. So then the NBA, the NHL, uh, we got baseball. And during the baseball, at the after we do the MLB uh, news and notes, uh, uh, Sean and Perry will talk about NPR if you want want to about the college the world up, upcoming college uh, NCAA college tournament coming up and the, eventually the World Series in Omaha NFL uh, then we've got uh, college uh, there's a college note and then uh, I, I'm going to do a tennis thing in as part of my panel and then NASCAR I think Robert did you say you would do that one yes okay and golf yeah. uh, Sean if, are, are you, you want to do that or Robert can do the golf too um, Sean can do the golf because I, I want to make sure I have the guy's name right. <laughs> okay. All right. So anyway, so I'm going to do the tennis uh, thing before I start into my regular panel. And that is, uh, this is something that should have happened like 30 years ago at least. At Wimbledon, they, they honor board for the men's and women's champion. And, you know, it'll say something like R. Nadal for Rafael Nadal or something like that. But for the women, it would say Miss and Mrs. for their name. And it would put their husband's name on there. So for Chris Everett, she, she had a situation where she was up there, she was unmarried, and uh, C.M. Everett uh, it said for when she won one time, but in 81 it said J.M. Lloyd because she was married to a guy named John M. Lloyd, and Mrs. J.M. Lloyd. And so they finally straightened this out, and it's just going to say she only ever played tennis as uh, Chris Everett, so it's just going to say C. Everett. But that is so anachronistic. You would think they would have done that like 30 years ago, but it's the All England Club, you know, and they take their time. Most people things. Chris wouldn't even know it when they said Mrs. Lloyd. Most people wouldn't even no. probably know who you're talking nope. about. I I, 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 re- I remember her in 1981. I didn't know she didn't change her name. Now Billie Jean King uh, for a while was Billie Jean Moffat King yeah, for a well, while. Now, she married now, a guy Chris, who pitched for the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, uh, named, Randy uh, yeah. For a year or two, Chris Everett Lloyd did call herself Chris Everett Lloyd. Then she went did back she? to Chris Everett. Yeah. yeah. Well, she did. Yeah. Well, that marriage, of course, didn't last too long, apparently. No, it didn't last at all. But anyway, maybe so that's, that's, that's why she went back that to out. Chris Everett. That's right. Yeah. No but love they, in they, that marriage. 
<laughs> yeah, no love in the, a tennis marriage. How could oh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, you don't. Yes, you don't want love actually in tennis. You want to be fifteen. The other guy be love. Anyway, so um, I hope everybody had a nice uh, weekend. Obviously, it's not a happy Memorial Day kind of thing, but uh, uh, the weather was was nice here, and uh, you know we we it finally got really warm yesterday. But that didn't last. It's going to cool right down, especially by the coast. But about I don't know what Springfield is. Hundred miles away, they're going to hit ninety today, and we're just going to stay in the seventies. But anyway, we're all very happy here about the Celtics. I've got some details about that later. We'll talk about the game and the series. It was a crazy series. But, uh, of course, the Celtics go to the finals for the first time since 2010 and play the Warriors for the first time since 1964 with Will Chamberlain and Nate Thurman and, uh, back in those days. So uh, that's going to be fun. And a bunch of Red Sox going to try to go to the game on Thursday night if they can get tickets. And that'll be cool if they can because yeah. they'll be out there for their, their off day uh, to get ready to play the A's on Friday. But anyway, so uh, that's it from um, for my panel. So, Rick, what do you got? Rick Swan, supposed to be named later. Well, had a nice Memorial Day weekend. Had, I think I mentioned last week, had a big family cookout, a lot of good food, some adult beverages, a good time. And like Chris said, there was, there was some nice weather over the uh, over the weekend. Now, we got hit with a, this morning, the temperature dropped about 10 degrees in about 10 minutes over there. Yep. Back, back to our cold front. I don't, I don't know why back, our cold fronts always have to come in the back door. It's about time we let them in the front door. I think, I think but, we may as well. Yeah. Um, Couple of things. Now, I'll see, be- we don't get backdoor cold fronts in this part no. of the world. It's the ocean. No, we don't either. Yeah, it's got to come through the ocean, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so one, one thing in the Celtics game, um, the game seven, which, I, you know, again, you know, again, you guys watch more NBA than I do. A lot of you guys do, but um, it, it would amaze me. The um, the fourth quarter, the with like eight something left in the game, all of a sudden they decided that two and a half minutes before that, Struza did a three pointer and that his foot was out of bounds and they took the three points away. Well, well, okay. Let me explain how that works, Rick. If there's a shot taken and the and the officials are not sure whether it's a two or a three, they will uh, they will go ahead and count it, and then at the next at the next timeout they'll go back and replay it and make sure that it was the correct call. This is actually at a funny spot. This was at a stoppage for a foul, I think. Yeah, this this was not at a timeout, and it wasn't whether it was a two or three. It was foot was out of bounds. They took the three-pointer away. Yeah, I think think what they can do is is if that – well, I don't know about the out of bounds, but if it's a shot, they look at it the next dead ball. Yeah, that's – Not necessarily a timeout, but it's the next dead ball. Okay, but I I don't think that happened in this case either because I think there was somebody else taking foul shots before the one that when they actually called it, I and, this, and what I want to know is, is is there a limit on how long they have? You know, what if that three pointer had been with one le- one minute left in the game? No, and there's Miami, no limit. Oh, I think they would stop if it was the last two minutes. No, I, my guess is because there are different rules in the NBA about fouls and everything else. I think if there was a question in the last two minutes, they stop. And okay, what if, I mean, this actually took about two on, two minutes and thirty seconds game time to. to yes. Yeah. Okay. Was, so what if it? So what if it happened with two ten left in the game, and Miami got a three, and and you know, and Miami won the game by one. After mm-hmm. the game's over, can they all of a sudden say, "Oh no, I'm sorry, that one didn't count"? No, I don't think. Win by two. Are you? I think the referees would blow the would, as Johnny most used to say, halt the proceedings, and uh, you you would uh, look at it then because it would get under. I don't think they'd let it go too far under two minutes without a team knowing what they needed to do and knowing what their strategy needed to be. So I think because it was early enough in the quarter, it was unusual because usually they'll notice like Sean Grandy didn't even notice that that was going to be reviewed. And usually they'll say, okay, that's going to be reviewed and we'll find out if it's two or three a and me, then it comes up the next commercial break. You'll have the review. So this was very unusual the way they did it. It You're right. Yeah, Yeah, it was strange. 
And just one other quick thing. I, I was listening to a um, sports show this morning, and they were talking about, well, they were talking about how bad Fenway Franks are. And they were talking about how, you know, what's the worst concession uh, in sports? And they come up with, this one's going at you, Robert. There was, they came up with that at the Oakland A's game. Supposedly, you can order a hot chocolate for $4, and what you get is a package of hot chocolate mix and a cup of hot water. Okay. Wow. Now, well, uh, the Oakland A's have a lot of a, pro- a lot of problems, Rick, and people aren't yeah. showing up to the games, and I don't blame them. Yeah. Um, you know, but that is awful. That was strange. <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving on to Perry. You could have a whole lot of hot chocolate, though, Rick, for that for four dollars. Just get the little packages yeah. at home. And have a whole yeah. Yeah. that's what they said. When you break it down, it works out to about forty cents a package. Yeah, <laughs> you could have a cup of water. Just ask yeah. for cups of hot water. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably three dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we've had a lot of baseball, a lot of college baseball this weekend. Of course, I was paying attention to the SEC tournament. Uh, Sean will tell us a little bit about the Big 12, and, and Pierre and I will kind of go with what happened in the SEC. And, and then we'll look ahead to the tournament. Um, the I-Cubs are back at home this week. Um, I suspect there are going to be a lot of changes with them coming up because I anticipate the Cubs are going to probably make some trades between now and whenever and we'll go through what we went through last year yet again so i suspect that'll happen and uh but they're back home this week and the weather should be nice we had it was hot yesterday during the day and then we had storms in the evening so um that's usually what happens when it gets really hot like that but and it did yesterday so everybody should have gotten their cookout in and all that yesterday and then the storms came came later but i would bet the happening place to be this weekend would have been over in uh, Indy, where the race was. So, uh, Bill, were there a lot of happenings there this weekend? About 320,000 people worth. Uh, Marcus Erickson, of course, won the race. Uh, his third year, his third 500 was magic for him. I didn't realize he was 31 years old. Of course, he's yeah. from Sweden. And one of his sponsors was a chocolate company so he said hopefully they weren't the one that paid for that four dollars they might have talked to, yeah they might want to talk to the oakland A's and get dibs on being the chocolate giver. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe so but uh, i would say sell the team but you know. race a race was pretty good this year um mm-hmm. we don't really have any com- complaints about that that was that was good this year no real major incidents i think only five or six cautions at the most um there was a red flag situation towards the end of the race and they evened them all up and erickson's car was just so superior that no matter what happened he was able to pull ahead and win the race um so you know, it was it was just a good one. It was named Dixon was he shot himself out with his penalty there towards the end. He might have actually won the race, but yep. you know, getting yourselves and by the way, I was able to they blacked out the race here, so I pulled out my little um my little T V service called Thunder T V and I got it on 40 or 50 channels, so I had no problem in watching the race. No, no, how far, they still black it out. 
They I, I, out. I, I thought they didn't do that anymore in no, They did. Uh, they they stopped it during the pandemic era, but after that, even though they sold three hundred twenty thousand tickets, wow. they still blacked it out. Was it? A, is that a sellout? Three hundred twenty thousand? Yes, they're very close to it. The paper said not quite. The Globe said not quite. Uh, I'll, bet the, I'll bet that's why they blacked it out. Now, Bill, how close are you to where? Like, if you would go outside, would you be able to hear? No, where I used to live, yes, I could. I could hear the race cars. I could hear it. But not where we are living on the south side, no. But I used to be able to, we lived within a mile of the speedway. So you could hear the PA system and the Uh race cars. Yeah, that's always cool. I remember back when I was a kid, when I was at at the blind school, the where they would do the races at the fairgrounds on Sunday night was pretty close to us. So I could go right outside, either on the fire escape, or I could go downstairs and you could hear all the races and all everything. So basically what everybody else would pay a ticket to go see on a Sunday night, I could just sit and listen to and not have to pay anything. And then of course, the Reds were trying to cover it up Friday and part of Saturday. The great slapper around the world. Yeah, um, I won't talk about that. Yeah. You know, and like Jeff Brantley finally said, he's no choir boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know. No, so apparently he's got lots of problems. No, he does have some issues. So speaking of issues, Robert, you probably got some issues you want to talk <laughs> about. I had to clean that one up real quick. Just real quick, real quick, Robert. Uh, Dick, I see your hand. We'll get to you right after we go through Robert, Sean, and then we'll okay. come to you. So, Robert, right. go ahead. Uh, people have said I have issues, but I, I pass all my examination, so I'm good. Um, as far as the race goes, Denny Hamlin won the Coca-Cola 600. I don't know too many details except there were for they were lots of wrecks and the race did finish in overtime. So if Pierre had a chance to watch it when he comes in, he he can talk more about it. But anyway, Den, Denny Hamlin won the race and uh, I'm very the happy The NASCAR about- went to overtime. Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. Yep. They, if there's yep. a caution near enough the end, they'll they'll do it. Yeah. Uh, the race, uh, well, for example, it was, uh, the Coca-Cola 600 is supposed to be uh, 600 miles, 400 laps. Well, it, this actually went over 600 miles because it took 413 laps. Wow. Long so uh, they they had the they had quite the wreck at the end of the race and it was a mess and what have, from what I could see but anyway Pierre can talk more about that I'm very happy about the Warriors being back in the finals uh, you know and I'm looking forward to this series uh, very very much um, and I think it will go the full seven games I, I don't think it's going to end early um, I, I think I think we'll. We'll have a seventh game on Father's Day, and uh, I'm looking forward to it because my baseball team, I have to get used to the fact that I have a terrible owner, and we're going to lose more than we're going to win. So anybody that comes into Oakland to to play the A's, uh, they're most likely going to walk out with either two out of three or all three or three out of four or whatever the case may be. Uh, We have a minor league team going on uh, with our organization because we have an owner that does not want to pay. Um, I think as a symbol, you should drink hot chocolate during the game, so, Robert. <laughs> um, 
I have I, I have drank hot chocolate during the games, but that's that's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. You didn't um, have to pay four dollars for it, did you? No. Okay. No, well, yeah. I actually, his mother's got it. Don't tell his mother because his mother's might start charging him. That's right. Anyway, uh, I'll I'll turn it over to Sean because uh, uh, other than the Warriors and all the garbage going on with the A's, there's not much to talk about around here until the uh, training camp starts for the Raiders. Anyway, go ahead, Sean. It's all yours. Well, and also Kyle Bush came in second, so he was tied with Denny Hamlin when they went to the overtime, apparently, and in Coca-Cola 600. And Sam Cook won the Colonial in Fort Worth for the PGA. And right now I don't have any results, but Novak Djokovic and Rafael Nadal are playing in the uh, French Open, so <laughs> they're playing right now. So, But that's, anyway. That's, that's their 59th uh, career meeting, and the, the, they have met more than any other players in tennis history, so... Yep, yep. So I don't know how that's going, but uh, as far as well, what didn't do a whole lot. Watched some college baseball. Watched a little NBA this weekend. Uh, hung out. Watched watched the A team, but that's another <laughs> and and a little bit of other stuff. But anyway, if you want to contact us throughout the week, if you're listening, email us sportslounge at allthingsradio dot net or eight hundred six nine three zero five nine five option two or seven seven three five seven two seven seven one five and that is also where you can hear my wrestling line where if you call before wednesday you're hearing me talk about rick flair and his promotion jim crockett promotions back in the day the rise and fall or to call it after wednesday you'll hear me talk about the recap of the all elite wrestling double or nothing pay-per-view coming out that happened this past sunday but anyway uh you don't want to hear me we want to hear what dick has to say we do, we do. dick come on in yeah. And we know they probably have a whole lot of hot chocolate up there in Wisconsin because it gets cold up there. Hello, Dick. Okay. Uh, It's star six. Dick, you you know. Okay. We'll come back to Dick in a second. So there he is. There he is. There he is. is. Okay. I I hit it twice. Okay. Two things for you guys. Um, uh, Yeah, it was 87 yesterday. So uh, no hot chocolate here. Um, So, so Dick, you can save your $4, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Buy, some, uh, <laughs> buy some beer with it. Uh, there you go. There you go. <clears throat> let me tell you what happened with the Bulls one time. This is back in the late sixties. They were playing a game, and the, when the, when the Bulls hit a shot at the end of the game, the ref said the horn went off. They didn't count it. Well, next day in the stadium, the horn they did something, and the horn went off. So the NBA made them. Next time the team was in town, they play, had to go to overtime. They played the overtime. So they didn't change that. <laughs> really, really kind of strange. <laughs> And this is really bad. You know, when the, uh, in those days, when you call the Bulls the office, find what time the game would start, they'd say, what time can you get here? Yeah. <laughs> <how it was. laughs> and, and the other thing is, now, uh, once in a while, at the campground, there's a, there's a race uh, track close at hand, and you can hear the engines, and it is pretty cool. But the wind's got to be blown a certain way. And last but not least for Bill, did, um, did Donald Davidson die? No, he's still living. Uh, he's had okay. some injuries. He's had some health-related issues like Parkinson's disease or something <clears throat> like that, and he's really slowed down. Oh, so, he's but he, Yeah, but he is living. Yeah, guys, I've got an emergency here. Kathy uh, uh, had a glass break, so i got to go down and see what's okay. going on. Afraid, okay. afraid the right, we'll stall. So you stuff, but you guys go. can we'll fill going. in and just let me know what's uh, what's happened when I get back. And we'll pick okay. up. Okay. There you go. Ooh. Well, that's, that's, not, that's not good. You know, we're those no. that broken glass. I hear a dog. Oh. The dog didn't like it uh, either. 
Uh, no, no, I'm like you. <laughs> no, our garbage is being picked up. They, uh, they, uh, they send two trucks, one in the morning and one in the afternoon. Huh. And, this and, show always goes to the dogs and cats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and since Memorial Day was yesterday, they're doing it today. So. Yeah. It, still, it still seems like a Monday, though, I'll tell you. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the good job. Is, uh, we're looking for rain, but uh, oh. we'll see. All right, guys, well, we, take care. All right. We kind of we kind of hit the uh, we kind of hit Indy there with Bill, so I don't know what's for. But so I know, uh, let's uh, talk about. I suppose if we've already hit the Indy because the, the, we know who won the race and Bill gave us the details. Let's uh, we'll start in with the NBA. Yeah. And uh, Rick, since uh, Chris is not here, why don't you then talk to me about the Celtics game, if you would? Well, it's a funny thing with the Celtics. Um, as far as the series coming up, I mean, of course they they won the game, they won the series with Miami in seven games. Um, they had a three-two lead. They blew the game six. Um, they just hang on, hung on in game seven. It's you know they're a talented team. I think they have every bit as much talent as the Warriors. But there's something about this team. They they can blow you out in any game, but it gets down to the end of a close game, and they have problems. And that's why. You know, like I say, I think they're as talented as the Warriors, but if I had to make a prediction, I'm I'm picking the Warriors in seven. Yeah, well, uh, Rick, you'll, you'll find this interesting. Uh, Tony Maserati, of course, he works for the Sports Hub. Right. Well, he, he was on KNBR this morning, and he told he told the the two people that were talking to him this morning on the morning show. He said, I, "If the Celtics played the way they played against Miami, the Warriors would win the series." He said, "If they played the way they played against Milwaukee, the Celtics would win the series." Yeah. But it's uh, uh, it's like yeah. like at the game at the end of Game Six. Um, no, at the end of Game Seven. They um, the last three minutes or so. Um, Smart. He just he took five shots and they were all terrible. And it's yeah. I'm, you know, well, they I, dominated. Go ahead. They dominated ahead. the first. They dominated like the first three quarters. They should have blown them out and they let them back in. You know. They, yeah. 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 I've noticed since the playoffs, that's what the Celtics do, and yeah. you can't, you cannot do that against the Golden State Warriors. If, if you have them up, if you're up by ten or fifteen points, you got to keep going because if you let off, uh, that lead will be gone in two seconds. You know, and it's, it's not just since the playoffs. They, even when they were playing well during the regular season, they had a losing record in games that you know were with a five-point margin of victory or less. it was. Yeah. Now, they do have, for some reason, they've played well against the Warriors. You know, they're the only team that has a winning record against the Steve Kerr Warriors. Yeah, like uh, nine Steve and Kerr, seven all times. Yeah. yeah, Steve Kerr is seven and nine against the Boston yeah. Celtics, and he has a winning record against every other NBA team. Yeah. So. It should be a good series. Yep. So, Rick, yep. you're taking the Warriors in how in many? Seven. Seven. Okay. Seven. I will take the Warriors in six. Bill, how about you? Uh, I'll take the Warriors in six games. And, of course, I'm going to take the Warriors in seven. Sean? I'm taking the Warriors in seven. Okay. And, and, and by the way, in case anybody cares, JT the Brick said he is yeah. taking the Warriors. At the very most, he said it will go five games. Well, yeah. he's he's underestimating the Boston Celtics. Uh, 
Well, well, that means not- Boston's going to win now since we've all... Uh, yeah. Well, when, yeah. when Chris comes and, back, he'll he'll be picking the Celtics. Of course, he yeah, and then the court win the AO East this year. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and of course, the Cel- as we know, the Warriors wrapped it up uh, four games to one. Yeah, four to one on Thursday, and the yeah. series starts this Thursday. All the games are going to be at nine p.m. Eastern, except the Sunday game. So game two, which will be on Sunday the fifth, and if necessary, game seven on Father's Day will be at eight o'clock. And remember, this goes back to, they did this in 19, but, you know, we've had the pandemic and the season last year. They've gone to the 2-2-1-1-1. So they will go this Thursday and Sunday in San Francisco. Then Wednesday and Friday, games three and four will be in Boston. Then you'll have game five back in San Francisco on Monday the 13th. And then on Thursday the 16th, it'll be in Boston. And then if necessary, the 19th. Father's Day will be back in San Francisco, so that's that's how that goes in all games. ABC and ESPN Radio. So yeah, right. that's how that. And the, the spacing so. does, does give is a help for the Celtics with Robin Williams and knees. I, I was going to ask you, Rick, is there any update on on him? No, right. he's, he's, he's I mean, one of your today, he's day to day. Now okay. they, they, the coach did say that that smart, there's no problem with Smart's ankle, but he's okay. But he okay. said Williams is day to day. Okay. And, but what and this is interesting. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, John. No, no, mine is related to something else. But, no, I was just going to say, just, you know, just, like I said before, with a, with a few days in between the games this time, that, you know, it, it has been every other night, but not in the finals, right. so that will help them a little bit. Well, because. And the so ironic like, thing, the ironic thing is, you have the uh, 75th anniversary going on right now. And so you have the original dynasty, because the Celtics, 50s, 60s, 80s dynasty against the most recent dynasty for the 75th anniversary of the NBA, with which basically it's not the 75th, but it is because the two leagues started that same year and then they merged in the 48, so they kind of merged both the records. But yeah, yeah, and it's kind of interesting. As a, as a matter of fact, Sean, this is the Warriors' sixth finals appearance in eight years, and they tied yep. the Chicago Bulls with that stat. And they got they won five out of six, correct? Um. They, no, uh, well, it wouldn't they won't be quite they that won. many. No, they've, they've won. No, no, they lo- yeah, they lost to Cleveland. They lost, and they lost to and Toronto. Toronto. And they lost to Toronto. They lost to Toronto. They won yeah, the other three. Yeah, three out of five so yeah. far. Yeah. Three out of five. Three out of five. That's yeah. what that's what it is, yeah. yeah. Three out of five. And, and, of course, and remember when uh, Chicago did it, uh, they did two three-peats. They won three in a yep. row, and then they were gone for two they years won. and came back and won three more. So, yep. and The Celtics are 17-4 yep. and four in NBA Finals. And yep. the... Um, that, and the, I'm, I'm, the bowl I, thing, I, that was during the uh, the two years. That would have been during the Jordan hiatus. That's correct. Yes. When, when he decided. When the Rockets won. Yeah. When the Rockets won. When, yeah. when, a lot of pe- <laughs> when a lot of people will tell you that he was suspended for gambling. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah I he was asked that. to go away. I think he was. And, and everybody that. says, everybody says, what would it, that have been like with the Rockets and the Bulls those two years of Back and forth, which well, yeah. uh, if if Michael didn't have to go away, that those would have been very entertaining series. And remember, yes, in they 90, In ninety four, we had the uh, we had the slow chase and the Knicks and the Rockets playing in the finals. So <laughs> that would have been a slow chase during Michael Jordan. No, yeah, that would have been. Yeah. But yeah, but but yeah, I mean that's it's good. I think it's going to be a good series. I think it is going to be a back and forth series. I'm I'm looking forward to it, but. Uh, I guess we got some uh, a couple other NBA notes. Of course, 
Darvin Ham is going to be the new head coach of the Lakers. So yep. uh, they signed him from the Milwaukee Bucks. He gets to he gets to clean up that mess in LA. And, so and uh, okay, uh, I know I know our our resident Laker fan is working, and he probably won't be able to call in. But uh, I read articles in the Los Angeles Times that says. Uh, we want. We're going to keep Russell Westbrook. Why do you want to keep somebody that's going to cost you forty-seven million dollars? Yeah. Well, maybe they're not wanting. Nobody's wanting him because yeah. of the forty-seven million. And he thinks he can do something with Anthony Davis. That's what he's also saying. Which uh, Anthony yeah. Davis? Five years ago, yes, I would have said. But he's very injury prone. He's very, you know. I don't know. The, the, problem, the problem. The problem with Davis is you can't keep him on the floor. It's, yeah. Uh, that's an, uh, that's another thing, Rick. And, and every regards, and every year, LeBron is getting just a little bit older. Remember? Oh yeah, <laughs> yep. that's another thing, Rick. Mm-hmm. In regards to the Celtics, the Celtics have more size than the Warriors. Do you see the Celtics trying to take advantage of that? Because anybody the Warriors have played this playoffs, nobody's taken advantage. In fact, that the Warriors are smaller than them. Yeah, I, I mean it's. It, it's not the kind of thing like against Miami and Milwaukee where you have to stuff up the middle. And the Warriors aren't that kind of team, I don't think. You know? No. So, I'm, so I don't know how much good it's going to do the Celtics. Okay. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting, I think, to see if, um, I mean, you know, like you said, the Warriors won three recent championships, but Steph Curry has yet to be an MVP in the finals. So I, I'm, I, I think, you know, I think he would like that for his legacy. You know? Oh, I, I think he's going to be really motivated to have one hell of a series so he can get that on his resume, Rick. Right. I, I, I can see that coming. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, let's okay. see. Uh, Charlotte is still interviewing people. I know Kenny Atkinson is one person, and I think there's a couple other coaches that they're interviewing they haven't filled their spot yet and of course nope. the, NBA, the NBA draft will be uh, in June after the finals so uh, I don't think there's uh, I don't think there's any other NBA that we have to discuss when do the, Sean when do the college kids have to make their in or out decision uh, that's got to be coming up I, I think that's coming up like next week I believe it is no June yeah. 1st I believe oh it is tomorrow June, tomorrow. tomorrow they have yeah. Yeah, they they have to decide if they've declared they can take themselves out by tomorrow. That is uh, that is June first. Yeah, Uh-oh. June first. <laughs> I know the guy from Indiana came back to Indiana. He decided yep. okay. he was not going yeah. to do it. Trace yep. Jackson Davis said yeah. and no. You know, I and like the interesting, the, thing, the interesting thing there is, remember they can still even if if they want to be drafted they can still get drafted and, and go to the g league or something like that if they yeah. want to start yeah. making some money well they yeah. have, remember they have the g league ignite and it's that that team is full of prospects who uh declare for the draft and, or uh, don't want to go to college and that, that that's how they make yeah. money instead of going overseas so and i do like the fact that they do that where if you don't sign an agent you can declare and you can kind of, you can see, hey, how? what do I need to work on maybe for next year? And then you can come back. That's, that's just kind of like, you know, kind of like a little scouting thing. And I, I like that the NBA, that's one thing, but with this one and done and the NBA stuff that I do like. Yeah. So, but NIL is what brought Trace Jack. And, of course, oh, he, yeah, wanted of course. To, he wanted yeah. to play his senior year, but... He was. He's going to make more money off of NIL than what he could make in the D League or G League or 
Yeah, yeah because they make thirty-seven thousand a year in the G League. Oh, is no, what no, the no. NBA he's going to make. A, I know thirty-five, thirty-five thousand. Either way, he'll make more half than a million in with NIL endorsements and yeah. that kind of stuff. So, hey, right. you're going to see players play longer well, and longer in college. Well, you're yeah, that. Well, that's really going to affect. I think down the line is college baseball because do they want to make? For, uh, do they want to make seven five hundred dollars a month in the minors, or can you know? Hey, I can go get a deal. Well, they make a lot. They make a, wait, wait, they make a lot more than that now. I think they well, used to be. Well, remember, used to be, uh, but now, now that you make a lot more than that now, no, because and remember, one of the new, remember, the new one is. Uh, remember a few weeks ago, Sean? They had that lawsuit where minor league players are going to be paid more now. So yeah. Oh yeah, but the the going into this season. It was uh, based on where you were. It was like five hundred a week for double A, seven hundred for triple A, something like that. And it was it averaged out to fourteen thousand a year, and that was going into the season. So starting next year, I think they'll be making more. But either way, they'll have to look at that. It's going to help sports like that either way. But yeah. and I guess I don't know. Should we go on to some baseball or should we? Let's hit the, we better hit the hockey. Better hit the hockey first. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, let's let Pierre take his nap. Let's let Pierre take his okay, nap. Okay, uh, in the hockey, I'll cover this as best I can. Colorado uh, did finally beat uh, St. Louis. I believe, Perry, you watched the Blues. That was six games, correct? Yeah, it was in six, six games, games yeah. yeah. And the guy scored, and if I understand it, the, the guy scored with like five seconds to go. Yeah. 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 Avalanche. Yeah. And that game five was something, Perry. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it it absolutely was. That, was. that was a great game, yeah. Yeah. And, of course, Colorado will move on to play Edmonton. I'm, I'm really shocked by this because I thought the Battle of Alberta, since these two teams really don't like each other, I thought it was going to go seven games. Well, Edmonton uh, managed to beat Calgary in five games. I was shocked. I thought it would go the distance. But Connor McDavid has, uh, believe it or not, he's gone to another level. I didn't think he could reach another level, but he's gone to another level. And, and uh, now Edmonton is going to have to play Colorado, and that series starts tonight at eight o'clock on ESPN. So, um, now ESPN. is it, is, it, is ESPN is they do the oh. West? Then does does uh, TNT? Oh, no, do I'm the, sorry, I had no. Back. It's TNT. Yeah, TNT is the West, and ESPN right. will have the East. I'm sorry. Yeah. Or the ESPN family of networks because it may not be on regular ESPN because of conflicts. Or that's why right. some of those could be an ABC or an ESPN too. But right. the Turner games, Turner games now because the NBA they don't have any. Will all be TNT? Right. So yeah. Um, anyway, the West will be TNT and the East will be the ESPN family of networks. So Edmonton will play Colorado. I think Colorado will win that series. But yeah. they're going to have to deal with Connor McDavid. He's playing out of his mind. And unfortunately for me, even though he's a knucklehead and he causes trouble everywhere he goes, uh, Evander Kane is having the playoffs of his life. Uh, he has scored like 15, 14 or 15 goals uh, this playoffs. He's had a couple of different hat tricks. So Colorado, uh, they're, they're wide open offense. So uh, this is going to be a high-scoring series. You have a 40-year-old Mike Smith playing for Edmonton. I don't know if that's going to be a factor, but I don't expect low-scoring games in this series is my point. And I, I would suspect Colorado would, would win this. And I, I think it'll go the distance. Rick, you don't watch the West very much, but do you have an opinion on that? 
I, well, I, I, I agree that Colorado's going to win. I don't know if it's going to. I'd pick them in six, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, and as far as the East goes, we're going to have the New York Rangers play the Tampa Bay Lightning, the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion. They, uh, yeah, the Carolina Rangers series, everybody won their home games except for Game 7. Yeah. New, York, New York went into Carolina last night and uh, pretty much dominated the game from start to finish. They ended up winning 6-2. to two. Um, they, um, I, have to, I have to go with, Rick, I have to go with the experienced team here, and I, I have to go with Tampa Bay. I, the Rangers are just too young. The only, the only, the only spot that might be even is the two goaltenders here. Yeah, that, that might be even here all day. Tampa yeah. Bay's good there too, but um, yeah, I kind of, now, now I think this will be a low-scoring series. Yeah. That, um, yeah. Now Edmonton I, and Colorado will score. New yeah. York and Tampa Bay will not. <laughs> you and know. Some, um, some information going into that Carolina Rangers game last night. It was the 190th seven-game series in the NHL history. Wow. And it was the it was the 22nd time that going into the seventh game, the home team had won every game in the first six. Hmm. And now after the Rangers win last night in that seventh game, the home teams won 11 and the road teams won 11. Yeah. So, wow. But uh, I, I would think uh, Tampa Bay would probably win this series. Oh, what? Maybe six games, Rick? Yeah, I'm going six. Yeah, I'm going yeah. six again, too. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think it'd be like six. I, I don't That's... see a sweep. I don't see five games. Maybe six. And uh, New York has the home ice advantage in the East. Colorado has the home ice advantage in the West. Rick, do we have any other NHL stuff? I don't. Well, I, don't I just want to mention again in that Tampa Bay Rangers series that the, the Rangers have won five elimination games in a row, but the but the Tampa Bay's won ten series in a row. So that's that's, crazy. that's and remember yeah. the record is the record is nineteen consecutive series, yes. and that was set by the New York Islanders teams that won four straight Stanley Cups. So, yeah. so um, that's all I have in hockey. Yeah. And uh, Pierre can wake up now. We'll move on to baseball. Yeah, there we, we go. Will, how will. about we do? How about we do this? Since Chris would have the standings for the MLB, we're, I know we said we were going to do that first, but let's turn it Let, around. Let's do the college stuff. We'll first. do the college first. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, that way yeah. then it'll be Chris will have the standings. So yeah, the the, the college is, is, the sixty four teams have been selected. We'll get to that, but let's let's start with what was and. Uh, the SEC was in Hoover, Alabama, and um, I think for the first three days of that, the rain would have been declared the winner because they had many rain delays. But the, the interesting thing is they only had one in-game rain delay. Everything else wow. was before the game started. Therefore, since that was the case, you don't lose your pitchers. You know, you, oh, they wow. waited out the rain and... And also, everybody had their pitchers, and uh, of course, Tennessee won the SEC. And I don't—that was no shock to me um, at all, Pierre. I, I'm guessing you were not surprised at all by Tennessee winning. But no, they—they've had the better team all year. They have, yep. and um, by far, not even close. Yeah, number and, one uh, seed overall. Number uh, one seed overall, and and they won the tournament. Uh, they did not lose a game in the tournament. Actually, they went. They won straight through. And of course, the first day on Tuesday is is single elimination because they took they take twelve teams. And then on Wednesday, 
Thursday and Friday, it's double elimination. And then when the semis start on Saturday, it goes back to single elimination because they, they just don't have the time to play, you know, more games than, than that. So, um, well. Chris is... Chris is rejoining us. Chris, we I will tell you where we are, and then once okay. we through, once we get through this, we can go back if you want to comment on things. Yeah, uh, we, we did the, hold, hold on, hold on, okay. Robert. We did the NBA, right. we did the okay. NHL, and we're do, we're doing the college first so that you can give us the standings. Okay, so we'll we'll finish right. this, yeah. then we'll do the standings, and then then we okay. should be caught up. But okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I think the SEC was as expected. Tennessee won. Uh, and they're the number one overall seed. The SEC gets nine teams in, which is probably not too much of a surprise. The The one nope. that surprised me, Pierre, I don't know what you thought. I did not think Ole Miss was going to get in. I didn't either. But apparently it's nope. the overall body of work, and um, they won a lot of games early. Yeah. So, how about, so how about So how about LSU, Pierre? Tell me about them. Well, LSU, they won the last three games of the season. They swept Vanderbilt, and uh, then they went into the tournament, and they beat Kentucky in the first game. But in the second game, Kentucky beat them. So they were eliminated, and uh, now they're in the uh, Hattiesburg, what they call the Hattiesburg. Hattiesburg Regional, yep. Right. And uh, I think it's Army. Who is it? Army, Southern Miss, Southern Miss, and I forget who the yeah, other. I forget who the other team is, but uh, that should be a good regional. Now, one LSU note: I don't know if you knew this, Pierre, but uh, Drew Bianco, who of course Drew is the son of Mike Bianco, the Ole Miss coach, has played every position on the field except pitcher. Really? Yeah. Every right. he's he caught infield and outfield. But he's never pitched, so they were kind of thinking when that one game kind of got out of hand. You know, would they put him out there just to say he could do it? But they didn't do that. But that's that's quite a thing, though. When a guy can play every position on the field, you know, that right. Mm -hmm. And uh, but that should be a good regional, though. I think in uh, Hattiesburg and LSU fans, I would imagine will travel over there. Oh yeah, in fact, Um, in Southern Miss, they. I mean, you know about Ole Miss and Mississippi State from going there. Southern Miss draws just as well as they do. So yeah. the fans will show up over there. It'll be a good regional. Ole Miss is going to Coral Gables. And interestingly enough, if you follow weather at all, you know that Mexico had Hurricane Agatha hit the western Mexican coast. Well, they think that that has now going to reemerge into the Gulf, and it's going to develop possibly into a tropical system and head straight for Florida. So Ole Miss oh, is no. headed to Florida, and guess what else <laughs> might be headed to Florida? Yep. <laughs> but, Sean, um, let's start diving a little bit into the Big 12 here. We know that uh, they had their tournament, and who, who won the tournament? Okay, first of all, before I get that, the Sun Belt also was affected by rain. They had to go to a single elimination because of a lot of the storms, but they put, the Big 12 played at Globe Life Field. They were not affected by rain. The roof was closed, so the they would have been. They w- now they would have been if they'd have played at Bricktown like they normally have. Yes, but they and so Oklahoma came out beating Texas on Sunday, 
basically what they do is they take the top eight teams and they break them into the two brackets and you play uh, double elimination Wednesday through Friday and then into Saturday and then the winners of each bracket out of the one seed bracket and the two seed bracket play on Sunday. So Texas came out of the one four five eight bracket as a four seed. Oklahoma came out as a three seed to get to that to get to that and they you know, they played Oklahoma blew out Texas on Sunday. TCU was the number one seed of world. They hurt themselves. They were going in, they were probably gonna host a region. They went they they went two in barbecue. They were out as they say up in yep. Omaha when they get there. They were they were two and out. And they went from there to having to go to the College Station region for Texas A&M. So, I mean, that... And, of, they course, and of, of course, uh, Schlossnagel, who's the coach at A&M, used to coach at TCU. Oh, they're, now, already, they're already looking the forward to the Schloss Bowl, they call it. <laughs> and now yeah. the coach at TCU is uh, Kirk Sarlus, who um, was suspended, suspended for a game. After he did Actually, not he, leave... He did not leave in a timely manner is why he was suspended after the game was... He was He's suspended. He was suspended for Friday's game, and he will be suspended at their first game this weekend. I believe this Saturday. I think it is against Louisiana. So it was a two-game suspension. He did not leave in a timely manner. So he, this happened in Thursday's Thursday's game. He was suspended. So Friday, he did not coach. They were eliminated by Oklahoma State, who went on to send Texas to a second game on Saturday, and so they. Uh, so he will not coach. And right. And now that, Oklahoma State is hosting. Um, they did not make the championship. I assume that, that the argument that for Oklahoma State hosting is overall body of work. Yeah, their RPI. It's kind of similar to Georgia Southern is hosting. They, they did are. not win the regular season or they did not win the conference tournament. Louisiana, University of Louisiana got in and basically – took a bit away from some teams, which I'm surprised, you know, especially with that, how Ole Miss didn't get in. They think that might have eliminated uh, West Virginia from getting in, someone like Louisiana or, or, or Kansas State. Iowa. Yeah. And, and Iowa, and State Iowa had just, a very good record. They were 36 and yeah. and 19. I mean, to, to, Iowa, was the fir- Iowa was the first team out when I watched it. They were the first yeah, one yeah, out. That's, and, that's too bad because and, that's the, that's – they think that might be one of the best records that Iowa's ever had in a regular season. Oh, yeah. And what they do, here's how they do this. They have your 16 regions. They do double elimination. And then they have, then they go to your super regionals. They go to your top eight seeds. Your top eight seeds, will, and it's a best two out of three. Now, let's say, okay, Tennessee is the number one overall seed. They're matched up against the Georgia Southern region. Let's say Tennessee does not come out. Who, whoever is the higher seed out of the Tennessee region or the Georgia Southern region hosts that best two of three. So if Georgia Southern somehow wins, but Tennessee loses, then Georgia Southern would get the best two out of three super regional. Now, I don't have all 16 Host cities, but your top eight in order. Number one, of course, it goes. Uh, Tennessee is your number one host. Uh, Stanford two, Oregon State three, Virginia Tech four, Texas A&M five, Miami six, Oklahoma State seven, and East Carolina eight. East Carolina, I know, is matched up against the Texas region, which is nine. I know Louisville's a twelve. Uh, Florida is a thirteen. Uh, 
Georgia Southern is the 16. I don't know where Southern Miss and Auburn are, what rank, what seeds they are, and I don't know who the other two. But the East Carolina region and, and Ole Miss, by the way, is at the Coral Gables. That's the University of Miami is hosting. That's now. the University of Miami. Yeah, that's the University of Miami region. That's and so, uh, but like Texas has Louisiana. They play Air Force. Dallas Baptist is always usually pretty good. And now Dallas Baptist is a school. Remember their division two and everything else, but. When they were going to move back down to Division Two, they had already been winning in baseball, so they were allowed to stay Division One. And they play and they, in the Missouri Valley, by the way. They do, they do because the Missouri Valley, a lot of the Missouri Valley schools don't have baseball, so they're allowed to yeah, play and, there in baseball. Yeah, and so the East Carolina has East Carolina and Coastal Carolina. Now, Coastal, were they They were the ones last year that were sent home from the World Series because of COVID, that's, weren't they? That's Coastal? right. Yep, and they're in the East Carolina region. That looks like a really good region. Uh, yeah. The Louisville region looks really good. I mean, with uh, I mean that one looks pretty good. And then Georgia Southern has Texas Tech and Notre Dame in their region as a sixteen. So a lot of people thought pretty interesting. I think a lot of people thought Notre Dame should have been a host site, but uh, yes, a lot of people did, and they were surprised that jo- there were people that said, "Why did Georgia Southern get it over Notre Dame?" But I think. Uh, and even over Texas Tech, there were there were people surprised that they got it when they did not even their host site and they didn't win either way. But and Oklahoma, you know, and of course, Texas, is yelling, "Well, hey, we want our tournament. We should have been hosting too." Yeah, why didn't we get the host? Uh, yep. Cal Santa Barbara has hollered about that also. They've they've hollered, but they're in the they're in the Stanford region. They're the number two in that. They, so that ought to be a pretty. We'll keep up on that. We'll keep up on that. And, uh, of course, remember, too, uh, the college softball tournament starts in Oklahoma City on Thursday. I do not have the teams for that, but we will, you know, once they get into a a situation where there's the finals, we will let you know on that, too. So just for those who like softball. Yeah, I know Texas is there. Yeah. I know Texas is there. That's all I know. Yeah, but okay. uh, Chris is ready with these standings. All right. So, well, I've got um, – I figured if we want to swing back the NBA and the NHL quickly, and uh, because I don't know if you guys – How about, let's, how about or... let's finish baseball and then we'll go back. Uh, all right. Well, that's going to be a while because we got some news and notes too. And yep. Let me get my MLB standings then. Yeah, we got While you're doing that, Chris, uh, we already yeah, got well, the NBA, NBA notes. notes. Yeah, we already yeah. got those. But okay. um, right. the Twins did beat the Tigers today in their first game 8-2. to two. Right. Okay. In the American League East, the Yankees are 33 and 15. Tampa Bay, 28 and 20. Uh, they split a series. They just played each other. Toronto, 27 and 20. They're having a decent West Coast trip, so they're doing all right. Red Sox, 23 and 26. Now, they swept two, won two out of three against Chicago, the White Sox, but then they come home and lose three out of five to Baltimore. So, uh, you know, treading water right now, but they're three under 500. They need to take advantage of the Reds this week. And as he said, go out and, uh, you know, uh, go to the game on Thursday, get some hot chocolate and beat the A's on Friday and go from there. <laughs> yeah, okay. no, you're going to get three you're going to get three wins. Just I don't know, Robert. You know, this baseball is tough, Ball, uh, especially these days. With the, the bullpen was kind of bad. I mean, they blew an eight to two lead and lost twelve to eight on Friday night. So, yeah, I know. You know uh, Baltimore twenty one twenty nine in the. Uh, uh, when we get through the standings, Chris, I was I w- was going to ask you too, and I'll just tell you so you can address it after you get through the standings. How uh-huh. did the uh, Phenom 
catcher Rushman for the Orioles look this weekend? Uh, well, I may as well do it now. He's not doing too well. I don't, I don't think he's had too many hits or anything. He's catching very well. He's a good catcher. And he stopped a couple of balls, you know, that were you know, questionable and, and tough. But uh, So he's a good prospect. But, you know, right now he didn't do anything in his first, you know, 10 games or so. But it's early. Minnesota going into today, 29-20. and 20. Chicago White Sox, 23-23. Cleveland, 20-24. and 24. Detroit, 18-29. and 29. Kansas City, 16-31. and 31. In the West, Houston, 31-18. and 18. They've pulled away from the Angels now. The Angels are 27 and 22, so uh, the Astros now have a pretty good lead. Uh, Texas is hanging in near 500, 23, 24. Seattle, 20 and 28. Oakland, 20 and 31. In the National League East, the Mets are running away still. They're 33 and 17. Atlanta, 23 and 26. And I don't know, I'd love to hear the Red Sox and Braves announcers sit down and talk to each other because I have a feeling, I think the Braves had more injuries, but just they just can't, you know, here, here they were among the final four last year and they can't get over 500. Both yeah, of they, them, just, so. they haven't been able to take off yet. No, 23-26. Philadelphia, 21-28. and 28. I'm wondering if people are going to start murmuring about Showalter. They're not the most patient people. Uh, Girardi. Girardi. Girardi, I'm sorry. Yeah, old Yankee managers, yes. <laughs> Miami, 19-27. and 27. Washington, 18-32. and 32. In the Central, Milwaukee, 32-18. and 18. St. Louis, 27-21. and 21. Pittsburgh still third, but the, you know these teams aren't going to contend. Twenty and twenty-seven, Cubs are nineteen and twenty-nine, and Cincinnati sixteen and thirty-one. But again, the Reds have been playing better because at one point they were yeah. like nine and whatever, you know, twenty or something. They're like so five they're, and twenty-three, weren't they? Five and twenty-three, so sixteen and thirty-one. Yeah, it's eleven and uh, eight. So that's, eight. <laughs> that's that's better. And in the West, we have the Dodgers at thirty-three, fifteen, San Diego thirty and eighteen, San Francisco twenty-six, twenty-one, Arizona twenty-four, twenty-six, and Colorado twenty-two and. 26. So uh, there you go for, for the standings. And of course, we're not going to talk about wild cards until we get to uh, later in the season, until around the golf, after the All-Star break, because yep. at this point, it's you know too many teams and too crazy. So, okay, so it was jo- uh, Jock Peterson week in baseball. <laughs> the Jock Peterson hit three home runs and eight, had eight uh, RBIs uh, uh, on, what was it, Tuesday. And his Tuesday. last home run went into McCubby Cove. And he uh, did it as a visitor and a giant. And the, yep. the Giants beat the Mets that night, 13-12, to 12, coming from behind after they I guess they were way ahead and then fell behind and then came back and won. Yep. But then uh, his week was not as good. And, uh, oh, by the way, he was working with Barry Bonds apparently before the game, and that helped him. Uh, yep. And then on Friday, he gets slapped by Tommy Pham of the Reds because of fantasy disagreement, a fantasy football disagreement. And uh, Pham was suspended three games. I guess you can make a racist remark and get suspended one game. You slap somebody, you suspended three games. Uh, I don't know. Well, he, agree- and he, agreed, he agreed to the suspension. Right, and and uh, what's his name is appealing the the one gamer, isn't he? Right, right. Uh, yeah. Donaldson, yeah. So anyway, yeah, Donaldson, and uh, it, you know, and I don't know whether they were teammates and had a league together or how that worked. Oh uh, no, uh, they were in a they were in a league together is how it worked. Now, right. What what apparently the issue is, and now Rick, you're the commissioner of you guys' league. They they say that the the problems arose, and maybe you can fill in a little bit of this if you if you can where um fam was upset because when players are ruled out because of an injury you can pick up that player and put them on your injured reserve list okay and what happened was that peter jock peterson was the league commissioner and he was picking up these players and putting them on his list now the I don't know how it works in your guys' league, but the, the the interview that I heard basically said Tommy Pham 
you know, shouldn't be complaining that much because if he was late, if he wanted those guys on his list, right. you just, you can't be lazy. If somebody gets ahead of you, it doesn't matter if they're the, the way, the way we do it. And Rick can, Rick can uh, verify. Um, if, as long as he tells somebody, and he's got one of the guys in the, in the league uh, is his daughter is his you know son, son-in-law. They're basically living in the house. So he can tell him, he can tell me or whoever, once he says it out loud to somebody in the league, then he could pick a player, you know, or if, if I were to call him up and say, Hey, I want, so-and-so, and he hadn't said anything yet, then I would get that player. Is that kind of how we do it, right, Rick? Yeah, the thing is, I mean, our rules are a little different from most leagues, but in most leagues, and what they're talking about, that in almost every league, you're going to find one or two people that are paying the bus, but it's just yes. life, you know? But the thing is, he's abiding by the law, the rules. If, you know, if you're yes. large, you pay it, you know, you're, you're within the rules, then it's, you've got nothing to complain about. We've also got deadlines, like on, on Tuesday night, we have a free-for-all where you can pick up anybody, and on Wednesday, it goes by our standings. I mean, that's just us. But, see, but you know, what pe- that's what people that's what apparently fan yeah. was upset about is see they had the deadlines but the deadlines were you know at such and such time and fam what was he didn't ever get the players but jock peterson would be way ahead of that deadline and pick up the yeah, players well, so, because he's paying attention yeah, yeah that's, right. paying attention that, that's exactly yeah and yeah, John, at this point, uh, the John, other thing, too, that the people people can do in a league like this, everybody's got email or text. They can send the league a text and say, I'm picking up so-and-so. You know? Yeah, well, uh, Jock uh, Peterson gave a very good interview on this, and he said, look, um, everything we did in our league, and I forget how many major league players belong to it, but he said everything we did in our league, we put through email, we put through text messages, so everybody had a copy of what everybody did. Right. And he said he doesn't understand why Bam had to go to such an extreme. To, to, yeah, know, well, laptop. as Rick said, now, this, but people are pains in the butt, you know? Now, yeah. as, as I understand it, Bill, Fam is on the Reds team. From what you were saying, even the Reds announcers kind of think he's a... Not yeah, yeah. He, I didn't say he wasn't a good guy. He was just well. He's right on the edge. Okay, he just yeah. Remember though, he is also the well traveled. He's the well traveled Tommy fan too. Right, yeah, but this is the same now we're Tommy finding fan. Out why he's well traveled? Remember though, this is the same Tommy fan bill that said early, you know, way early in the season. I'm really not worried about the team. I'm just out to make sure that, you know, I get, you know, what's good for me. So and remember when he was in San Diego, he was outside a nightclub and got himself stabbed. So and that just—I mean, if oh, you're yeah. on, if you're on a team though, that just when you hear somebody come out, well, I don't care really about the team. I'm in it for me. Yeah, what does that tell all those other players? You well, know, he but, but, but then again, think about that. Think about the owner of the team that says, yeah. I don't really yeah. care about That's you right. fans. You don't have yeah. any place else to go. So yeah. can you expect I'll to get much team. better players <laughs> than that? Yeah. No. So there you so go. Anyway, so that's that's his three game suspension. So I guess he'll be back uh, uh, tonight. I suppose he's in the lineup. Yeah, yeah, he served it Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. He's in yeah, the yeah. lineup tonight against the Red Sox. Yeah. yeah. Well. Okay. So on Thursday, the Cubs and White Sox had a unique thing. They both used position players to pitch, and the first time ever that that had ever happened with them. Uh, our Andrelton Simmons pitched for the Cubs, and uh, Josh Harrison against the Red Sox. And the the Red Sox uh, won the game sixteen to seven, and the Cubs sitting uh, in Cincinnati beat the Cubs twenty, 20 to five. five. So good yep. twenty to five. So. 
So, and then uh, going back to the White Sox, Dallas Dallas Keuchel was sent out for assignment by the White Sox. He with his with his sterling seven point eight eight ERA, and uh, he had just gotten and that uh, huh. Two and five record. Okay, and either way, he was seven point eight eight, and he got knocked around. You know, the records of starting pitchers are almost meaningless now because they never get it's five innings or anything anymore. They've got to either change the win rules or or just give it. Say whoever pitches best wins the game, and forget the starters. You know, I don't know what they're going to do. These rules aren't fair because the starters hardly ever pitch uh, the five innings, let alone you know get a win. And anyway, he was uh, that. That was the last game he pitched was Thursday night when he got knocked around by the Red Sox. So there you go. Uh, Russell Martin retired, and he hasn't played since 2019. He played from the, for the Dodgers from 06 to 10, the Yankees 11 and 12, Pittsburgh 13 and 14. They, those were their two years that they made the postseason, if, if I remember correctly. Or maybe it was 14 and 15. He was there for the 14 team that made it. It was 14 and 15 when they made the wild card game. And, no, I think it was 13 and 14. And then uh, lost to the Giants in the wild card game. And then uh, Toronto, 15 through 18, and the Dodgers again in 19. He had 248 with 191 uh, homers and 771 RBIs. And uh, and then he was a five-time All-Star. And this has been a discussion we've been having about baseballs being harder on the West Coast. Now, one thing I will say, and I went into a whole thing about, I don't think they really did any, uh, you know, things with, with the... Chris, we, I just wanted to tell you, can we okay? Okay. Uh, the person who's cleaning up, helping with cleaning the glasses here, and I needed to know that right now. Um, anyway, the... Uh, the uh, baseballs are supposedly harder on the West Coast. The temperature varies less in the West Coast. If you think about what you can have, especially in the spring, in the East and Midwest, you could have a game start at 35, and a couple days later the game may be 75 when it starts. Whereas the West Coast, it's going to be maybe at the lowest in the 50s or maybe high 50s, you know, 50s, low 60s when the game starts. So baseball, misguidedly, decided that you could treat all the baseballs the same and put them all in humidors, which they needed for Colorado, but did they need it for uh, Miami or, you know, Atlanta? I don't think so. Um, you know, and they just didn't do anything to figure anything out ahead of time. And they had baseballs that were working okay at the end of last year. Now, I have to say, we don't know what they would have done at the beginning of this year, those same baseballs, because, um, you know, it's, it was cold. And then when they got the baseballs the way they wanted them last year was about, eh, about a month after this, like mid, mid to late June after the whole thing with the sticky substances and all that started. So I can't say that taking those baseballs would have totally worked, but they certainly didn't do any experiments. They needed to go. You've got physical physicists and aerodynamics folks that you can do this stuff in labs before you trot them out. This is just baseball putting the cart before the horse, you know? Yep. I think I think it's a lot of whining, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, I mean, it's this is baseball. The dimensions of every park are different. So if, I mean, if the balls are different, a little different, different points, it's the same for the two teams playing each other. That's there. right. That's so right. I don't see such a big deal about it. Huh? No. And, you know, not not only that, but the, you know, if you look at it from the player's point of view, they're going to whine and they're going to say, oh, the guys on the West Coast get an advantage. Well, they actually don't because who knows about it? Mike Trout, if Mike Trout played in New York, we hear about Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge all the time. Do we hear about Mike Trout that much? No, no. not really. No. You know, when they come to town, we hear about them. But we don't, we don't, because they're they're playing at 1030 at night and people aren't watching around the country. So, you know, it's it all kind of evens up. But you certainly need to do some science before you decide. And the NFL is very good about this. Now, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, they had the big argument about the def- deflate gate and all that craziness, and that was a lot of hooey, well, I think. Well, let's face it, folks. Baseball cannot stay out of its own way. It, it finds a way to, to get itself in the headlines for all different kinds of reasons, and a lot of times it's not good. So, 
Right. That is true. So um, that was my baseball notes. Did anybody else uh, have any Tim, regular? Tim Anderson is on the uh, injured list with a groin injury. And uh, they, the, I was listening to the game on Sunday, and Pat and Ron said it mm-hmm. looked pretty painful. Okay, yeah. So um, for my little NBA and, and by the stuff. And before we get to that, Chris, uh, we are about to find out who on the Minnesota Twins, who their unvaccinated players are, because they go to Toronto this weekend. And uh, Corey Provis said that Rocco told him on Sunday's pregame show that Ooh. there are a few that will be play that will have to be placed on the COVID restricted list when they go into Canada because the the rule is um, agree with it or not, but the rule is when you go into Canada, if you're not vaccinated, you're not allowed to enter. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, the White the White Sox are in Toronto tonight, so they are. Okay. Yeah. And now the, uh, there was an interesting little week. You know, we very rarely get to actually, you know, it was quiet there today. So we actually got to hear the umpire. The effects Mike picked up um, uh, the umpire yelling at Rocco Baldelli. About, yeah, I did. He, yeah, was, I did. he was starting to question a check swing call. He said, you can't see it from there. Are you going to really get end your day by uh, arguing about something you can't see? <laughs> pretty good. I forget. We, who was the umpire? I forget. One of the veterans. Uh, Hunter, Hunter Wendell. Hunter, Hunter Wendell. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. pretty cool. That was fun. But anyway, so now, getting back we, can go, to, now we can go back to Chris's NBA. Back to the NBA. Show. And again, of course, the Celtics won 100 to 96 in a game they led all the way, uh, just uh, a la the balloon game. And, uh, you know, never, never. And they almost fell behind, though, because Butler had that shot right at the end. The three pointer would have put him behind. But it, it, Jimmy Butler, I don't know what my main comment on this whole series is what happened from Wednesday to Friday? Friday. Wednesday night, the Miami Heat looked like the Celtics were playing uh, the Celtics. Uh, uh, if you wheeled Bob Cousy and Bill Russell out there to play, they were they were they couldn't run, they couldn't jump, they couldn't do anything when the Celtics pulled away from them in the third quarter and the early fourth and won that game easily. In the fifth. And I said, oh, this is going to be easy on Friday night. You get to the extra day. Jimmy Butler comes out and scores. I don't know, forty six or forty seven, whatever it was. And and uh, Kyle Lowry's good again. I mean, did they go to Ponce de Leon, the, the fountain of youth, or what did they do? Why did they get better? I don't know if anybody really talked about that. Now, in the meantime, Robert Williams has kind of regressed a little bit. But again, he's got four days off, so we'll see you know, how he does. But Marcus Smart's been fine. But the Celtics, I, we got the statistics together now. The Celtics are, um, let's see, for their 27th games now, they were 10-0 and with Bill Russell to start with. And that's always a good way to start. They're 26-9 and overall in seventh games, and they're 10-0, and uh, as I said, with Russell, 21-5 and at home and 5-4 and on the road, as I figured it out. And, and that includes that uh, wild road game in, uh, in the bubble, which is going to be counted as a road game. But did you guys make your picks on the series yet? Yeah, everybody, everybody, picked, everybody picked Golden State. Some went six and some went seven. I think I'll you know, we'll yeah. do the Warriors in seven, even though the Celtics oh. can Oh, yeah. Rick, he, I mean, I, you, I, you I, missed I, Rick. Yeah, I, I you missed Rick. Chris to get <laughs> what, back. what did Rick say? Rick said I, you were going to pick We had to wait for Chris to get back for someone to pick the Celtics. Yeah. And then I said, of course, he picked the Red Sox to win the Eastern Division this year. I did. Oh, I did. <laughs> Season's not over. But no, well, that's, you know, that's, I just think the Warriors have three, you know, it's usually who's got more stars. And the Celtics, you know, have, and there's, I don't know how reliable Tatum and Brown and Smart are on any yeah. given day. You know, they, they can be great. They can all be great. One of them can be great. None of them can be great. You know, Friday night, we can't add nobody's pick up the ball. And uh, that's what, another reason they lost, besides the uh, found the youth for the Heat. So that thing. could happen. But I expect people like Steph Curry is going to, you know, be pretty good any game. Yep. Uh, he's, he's on that level. He's in the next level up where over his career, where he's the Larry Bird. He's the, he's the magic. He's the guy that's always going to do something to help your team. And, you know, maybe the other guys will have a little struggle. I don't know. 
uh, I think their health is better than the sun. How's their health going in, Robert? Well, uh, uh, Clay Thompson is becoming more of Clay Thompson. I mean, the more he plays, the more he comes back. I mean, he was out for two and a half years, right. and uh, he's starting to get. He's starting to be clay again, and that could be trouble. And also, the only major injuries we have is uh, Gary Payton II, although he's supposed to uh, return, and he's one hell of a defender. He had a broken elbow in the Memphis series, and so he's been, he's been out a month. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Otto Porter Jr., and God, I hope he's not with the team next year. Talk about a guy that's injury-prone. He's injured all the time. So I don't know how much you're going to get out of him. And, and, of course, I don't know what the status of Andre Iguodala is going to be either. But uh, another guy you have to watch out for if you're a Celtics fan uh, for the Warriors is Jordan Poole. This is a guy they drafted, what, two years ago? And he, he, his first couple of years, he, he didn't do very much. But this year, he's played like an all-star. And, of course, Andrew Wiggins is out of his mind, and he's playing better than he ever has. And, of course, because of salary cap issues, they may not be able to keep Andrew Wiggins next year. So um, I think Andrew is playing uh, above his level to show other NBA teams, hey, this you may want to come and get me because I may not be able to stay here. So Well, the one thing about this series, and I think the Celtics and I, I think you, Robert, and Rick would know the Celtics have played the Warriors toe to toe. There, I don't think they've ever had a blowout in the six no. years or so since the war. You know, maybe we one, had mentioned but, that they're the only yeah. team in the yeah. Steve Kerr era that has a winning record against the Warriors. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. Right. So I mean, a long series longer than playing two games a year is yeah. another thing. You know, that's yeah. that, you know, you can wear somebody down. You can figure out what their weaknesses are and this and that. But the Celtics broke the Warriors' long winning streak at home. That's still played on the Celtics pregame show. Yeah. You know, uh, the Celtics won the ball game with Marcus Smart scoring. And, you know, not all the Celtics were there. Not all the Warriors were there. Of course, they had Durant back in the day, too. But, you yep. know, you didn't have Tatum and Brown for that whole time. But really, since about 16, the Celtics have played the Warriors very tough. So now, it should be a good series. Uh, uh, now that you're here, Chris, uh, now, do you think uh, Steve Kerr is going to have a major coaching advantage because I'm Udoka has never been in the finals? No, no, I think you've got, you know, these coaching staffs, they're not by themselves anymore. They got people in the video room. They got everybody. They got six. It's like a football. It's not as big as a football coaching staff, but it must be four to six people. You know, when, when red has to, had to, you know, be the travel agent and fly him into the city and coach the team, that was a whole other story. And all the other coaches were doing the same kind of stuff. And of course he was the GM and everything. No, it's, it's not like that anymore. They're going to be looking at the video. They're going to be, and he has the ear of the Celtics. That's the most important thing of any NBA team. If you have if the coach has their ear and he does for this, you know, these weeks, he didn't have it till January. And that's when they started to play better. And they, he's saying, you know, do the defense the way I'm telling you, and we're going to win. They started to win. They say, you know, this is actually working and they've been doing it, you right. know, and that's the important thing. And, and Kerr gets, gets his team to listen mm. to. I'm not saying he doesn't, Absolutely but, does, yeah. you know, and it's, it's also an NBA team is very much based on chemistry. So if you've got their ear this year, it doesn't mean you're going to have it next year. Because a right. key guy isn't there, or somebody who is an intermediary, or you bring in a guy like a Westbrook who's disruptive, you know, and screws up a whole team. So that can happen. Mm-hmm. So you know, for this year, for this team, uh, Udoka, you know, I mean, Kerr's had the had the final stage, but you know, there's enough people around. I'm sure Udoka, and uh, you know, I don't think there's going to be uh, nerves or anything. You know, they may get a, one of the things they need to avoid, and one of the things they have not avoided is these funks that they get into. I mean, they'll get go get outscored in the first stretch, you know, twenty to four or something, and then they have to come back or, or, or they get you know, like the other night they were ahead by 13 with about three minutes to go and it's you know white knuckle time by the time the game 98 96 with with um you know uh, the three-pointer going up and could could have given the, the heat the lead with butler so you know they kind of avoid that kind of stuff because the warriors are more 
explosive consistently. And, you know, Miami was missing a lot of shots in those periods, and Milwaukee was too, that would keep the Celtics around just enough in certain games. Not all the games, of course, but do you have any hockey opinions on the NHL since we covered that? Okay, well, the hockey opinions, and, and did you guys talk about the, uh, the uh, you know, what we had going into the seventh games uh, yep. last night? Yep, we, yeah, all, did. we already yep. covered all that. Yeah, okay, yep. and that was something. So Carolina lost a chance to set a record by winning their seventh in a row. I think the Tampa Bay is going to beat the Rangers. They've Again, they've been around a lot longer. They're a lot older team. You know, the, the Celtics are younger than the Warriors, but they, they've been around now three or four years together and uh, for right. the, the big parts of the team. So I think that is a bit neutralized. The Rangers, it's really only been about three years that they've been together. A new coach, too, who's, who's oh. doing fine, obviously, like Udoka. But I think Tampa Bay is going to win that series, even though the Rangers are going to have home ice. And, uh, you know, and then I also think Colorado uh, should win their series against uh, Edmonton as well. Yeah, okay. All right. NFL. 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 All right. NFL. What's going on? Jeff Gladney. Should we start with Jeff Gladney? Yeah, go ahead. I didn't even know yeah. about this. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yesterday, early Monday morning in Dallas, Jeff Gladney, he was a quarterback drafted in the 2020 uh, draft by the Minnesota Vikings, and and he was he started 15 games with them. And then he was cut because of a domestic violence issue. However, he was found not guilty. And then the charges were immediately, you know, it was dismissed after that. And he had just signed a contract with the Arizona Cardinals, a two-year deal, just bought a house for his mother, had a one-year, uh, uh, had a one-year-old kid. He was, he played for TCU, drafted a TCU. But Monday morning, he was in a car wreck. He was speeding. He lost control of the car. And the passenger, a female in the car with him, was also dead along with him. Now, the people in the other car uh, were not injured at all. Now, I do not know if this is the mother of his child, but, yeah, he was he was a guy, like I said, he started in 15 games in 20. He had potential. But, yeah, he was definitely. Number, uh, he was the number one pick and, and 25 years old. Yeah. Yeah, he, 25, yeah, he was a first-round draft I mean, pick first from round. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. yeah first-round pick, and <laughs> he was all Big 12 when he played for TCU. I remember that back in his senior year in 19, so. Definitely a sad situation. Okay. So uh, the NFL wants to start, and this, this is smart on their part. They're the one league that can do this. They want to start an NFL Plus streaming thing where you, you would be $5 per year, I suppose, for each uh, person who streams. And it could, it's $5 a month. $5, $5 a, month. a month. Okay, I'm sorry. And it could start this July. So it's an expensive streaming thing, I think, but I don't know how much yeah. it costs it. Stream uh, Netflix well, and stuff. You uh, know. Netflix, Netflix costs twenty dollars a month now. So yeah, and Peacock is five dollars. But what this is going to do, if you're getting NFL Sunday Ticket, five dollars a month, you're going to get all the. Uh, supposedly, you're going to get the out of market games. You'll get a lot of stuff on NFL Network. Okay. ESPN, yeah, ESPN Plus is five dollars a month. But I don't know if this is eventually going to replace Sunday Ticket for a lot of people, or I don't know how you know yeah, which is their way. I, yeah, I, I heard think, that it's go ahead, only, you're only going to be able to get the games that are in your market. Oh, okay. Okay. Only the games well, in your market. So that okay. makes it kind of an expensive if it's just those yeah. games. Now, are they yeah, going to say, games. like, somebody like uh, in the middle of, oh, I'm just trying to have a thing that's not got a team, you know, well, 300 miles, you know, what, would they be able, people that live in, in uh, like, New Mexico, far enough away from everybody, would they be able to get, or are they going to have one designated what, what, team? Whatever games would be on TV in New Mexico, like, they, you're going to get. Like, here, yeah. okay. here I, would, I would get Houston and Dallas. I would get Houston and Dallas. New Mexico would probably get Arizona and and Denver, you know, or maybe right. Dallas or just whatever. But, okay, I thought it was eventually going to work to be no. 
No, I mean, so, I mean, now it, the only advantage it, is that you can watch it on your phone or something instead of TV. Oh, yeah. So yeah. okay. That, now the that one thing too is you know these out of market games and all this out of market stuff is is all well and good, but they've almost cut the legs out from under that anyway with the red red zone. Because yeah. a lot of people mm-hmm. will just sit down and watch the red zone. They figure they can follow the game well enough. Uh, they might want to tune in, and obviously they're still going to do their local team, and they're still going to have those local games on. But they basically figure, all right, when they get to the red zone, I'm going to know about it, and so I'll really know what's going on in the game. Uh, unless you're a diehard of a given team, and you know you're in Massachusetts, you're a Rams fan, you want to see every minute of every Rams game. That's right. that's another thing, but that doesn't. I usually think you happen can. I think people. you can still get NFL.com. I think they call yeah. it Game Pass is what they have, yeah. but that's not five dollars a month. That's like no, that's like a hundred dollars a year. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I would think that either way, I think they need to monetize it for themselves. I mean, the teams that make the most money are teams like the Yankees and the Red Sox, who package their own game. Yes, and Nesson and stuff. You know, or and, part and, and the, and the Cubs the games and the Cubs, and the Cubs that package the their games. That's who makes the money. And if the NFL can figure out a way to do it themselves, and they're the one league that can do that more. The MLB and NBA can do it, NHL to a degree, but it's not not the way the NFL can do it because they dominate so yeah. much, you know, and that would also mean they could obviously stream their, their Thursday night games or make that part of the package too again. But if they're getting enough money from Amazon, they're not going to do that. So, you know, it yeah, they got every network. Money. They got every network except Turner wrapped up. Yeah, right. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they, and they can't bring skip carry back. So there's no point in doing it. <laughs> nope. All right. No. So Colin Kaepernick <laughs> has worked out with the Raiders. Raiders. Have you heard any more about this? Uh, Robert? Um, Okay, they uh, apparently he had a very good workout, but they chose not to sign him. Uh, they're going to keep things the way they are, and I think if an an, an injury comes up, he may get a call. Well, um, I also he's heard. also working out with the Seahawks. I've heard. Yeah, yeah, now, Seahawks and. Seahawks have been really interested in Seahawks, especially with Russell Wilson gone. Pete Carroll has said over the years, he said he had, he's been interested. He's, he's yeah. made it known. He's been interested in Kaepernick. They just didn't bring him in because of Russell Wilson and everything where now Wilson's not there. So right now, keep one thing in mind. Tomorrow is June 1st. Tomorrow, a lot of teams will get a lot of salary cap space because we're going to have those post June 1st cuts. And the Raiders, for example, uh, starting on June 2nd, they'll have $25 million available to spend. And there'll be other situations like that where contracts are going to come off the books. And so uh, a guy like Kaepernick, uh, you know, if he works out for Seattle or has another workout for the Raiders or something like that, if he looks real good, uh, teams are all of a sudden going to have money to spend. So um, uh-huh. It depends. It depends on uh, uh, what happens, and there's still some free agents still available out there. So we'll see what happens. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can see Kaepernick with Seattle, especially after Carroll gets a good look at Drew Locke. And the other thing, uh, yeah. Robert, yeah. you were saying is Kaepernick had been saying that he only wanted to start, and now was that it makes sense. First of all, he's getting to be 28, 29, 30 years old. Well, he's 30, 31. 31. 34. Okay. 34. 34. 34. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 34. Okay. And, uh, and well, Mark, uh, Mark, I was commenting on what Mark Davis said when he originally talked about this in multiple interviews. He said, uh, I would have brought him in in 2017, but he wanted to be a starter in 2017. Right. And he said, Derek Carr is my starter. He will be my starter for as long as I'm, for as long as he wants to play or 
he's doing whatever. well or whatever. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, he's um, done well enough to be uh, the starter, correct? So he, yeah. So he said Colin would have to accept either a backup role or a third string role, depending right. on what Josh McDaniels or the coach at the time decided what he needed. So I'm surprised Belichick doesn't get into this with, uh, you know, like with uh, he did with Tebow. You know, thinking yeah. about Tebow and for special plays and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, because so, he had certainly had you know uh, success with Newton running it in and stuff like that. They can certainly design plays that do that. So you know, any, well, any other do. notes? We're down to yeah. about seven minutes, and we do have. Yeah, we got. Do you have any new, other NFL? Yes, we got a new GM in uh, Pittsburgh, but I think this is a paper pushing GM. I don't think this is a guy that makes a lot. Omar Khan yeah. and whoever he replaced, I had not heard of. So there are teams we. We have we have talked yeah. about the fact that all GM jobs are not created equal. You know, yeah. that if you're the GM of some teams, you're really like the Giants. They've always made a thing where so and so did the draft, and you know, should he stay, and all this other stuff, Gettleman or whoever it was, and you know, it's like that's a, a big deal. Whereas. Is, I don't, nobody's called the GM here, but it's, you know, Belichick. But Belichick obviously delegates to people. So there are paper pushers that have been in the organization that then go on to be GMs like the guy in Houston, you know, was that kind of a guy. You know, he wasn't given a lot of credit, but now he's the GM in Houston. So Well, Dave Ziegler uh, uh, came from New England, and he's getting credit for uh, what he's doing in Las Vegas now. That's so. right, because now he has more authority. So yeah. you really don't know how much, and, and whoever he replaced was not anybody I've heard of. So you get the feeling that, you know, the Roonies have a lot of input and there's other people, the president of the team and that kind of stuff. Mike uh, Tomlin, you know. of course. Uh, yeah, Mike Tomlin as well. So that's right. So I think uh, that was all we had for the NFL. A couple of things. Um, um, the Cardinals signed Darrell Williams backup running back on the Chiefs. They needed a backup for corner. They had nobody. And uh, today, Tampa Bay, whose who's motto I think is, what's that recap? They, yeah, signed, right. they signed the Chicago defensive tackle, Akeem Hicks, for a year. And one other quick thing, um, the John Gruden suing the NFL, and the NFL wanted to yeah. – Wanted to get the suit thrown out where the judge said, no, the suit's going to go forward. And NFL's not happy about this because now we start talking about discovery and things being seen by the public. They don't want to be seen. Yeah, and well, remember, I, they, I think I heard yesterday, Rick, that they, they were going to try to settle that. that yeah, well, I remember, yeah. um, this case is going on in Las Vegas, so uh, Gruden is, is uh, winning with Nevada judges. So if the very NFL good, were Very ever, good, Robert. Jamal, why don't you go ahead and unmute? We need yeah. to get to Jamal before we run out. The Raiders are uh, whatever. The NFL is over for forever against the Raiders. Okay, let's go to Jamal. Let's go to Jamal. Wait, Jamal. So, let's go to Jamal. Come on in, gentlemen. A, a couple of things I want to talk about. First of all, about the streaming situation you talked about while I was uh, on hold. It, why would anyone pay five bucks a month for in-market games anyway when they can see the in-market games for free? Well, just so Virtually. if you watch it on your telephone or something, you don't have to be in front of your yeah, TV. Yeah, like like if or you were going to be out, like if you were going to be out and about Jamal, and you couldn't be in front of your TV, that's why you would do. And it. you get replay, you get replays also of games. Right. You get replays with that and other NFL stuff, but but you get a lot of that. Hold on, hold on. Go, ahead, Go ahead, Jamal. And speaking of paper pushing general managers, okay, uh, there is a continuous drumbeat of trying to uh, show Tony Larusa the door. Apparently, by some of the Chicago sports media, due to the 500 start that the White Sox have had, oh, a lot of injuries. I think them all. You know, that's, that's right. It's a lot of injuries, yeah. and there's concern about lack of offense. But I mean, I I wasn't happy with the hire when the old man Ryan to have hired him. Well, you know, and, and, I mean, and, well, and it wouldn't have been Tony LaRusso's fault for signing Keiko. That would go under. Uh, yeah, you're gonna miss uh, Keiko. That'd uh, uh, be Rick Hahn. <laughs> Well, no, well, no I won't miss Keiko that much, but 
But my biggest fear being a Chicago sports fan is he'll give him some go somewhere else and he'll find his way and he'll be back to the Dallas Cycle of old. And then, of course, the White Sox will walk away. Well, going, going into the game, and we have this guy, Brian Barrett, who does a lot of statistics for the Red Sox game, and he was saying Keiko is at the bottom of almost every category on before Thursday night game. Uh, so he's got a long way to go. Okay. Well, hopefully right. Keiko well. goes to a National League team and get him the hell out of the American League so he won't. Anything else, to White Sox, yes. NBA, I think Golden State's going to beat Boston in six. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, let's take it home, I guess. Well, uh, take it home. JT the Brick, by the way, says that it, it's going to be Golden State in five. He doesn't think the Celtics will win more than yeah. one game. I don't think that's right, but okay. Okay. All right. All right. Go ahead, John. All right. Well, thank you all and for tuning in to this uh, back and forth stuff. And you can catch this podcast again by downloading it, uh, legendoldies.com. Type in Sports Lounge Live in your podcatcher or go to 773-572-3006, option number nine, or tell your smart speaker to play Sports Lounge Live from Apple Podcast. Come back next week. We'll be into the uh, finals of the NBA, closer into the NHL. We'll have a Belmont preview and some college baseball and all kinds of other fun stuff in the wide, wide world of sports. We'll see you next week.